morning. This is Poan Petrov and you are listening to episode number four of the morning show for managers. Now, the topic for this morning is difficult conversations. Now, let's start from the very beginning that the only reason that you have difficult conversations at work is you. It's not about the other people. It's not about the circumstances. It's not about the clients, the suppliers, etc. It's only you. Now, let's Let's take a moment and think uh, what makes a difficult conversation, what makes it difficult for you? And if you think about it, uh, probably a conversation is difficult because you think there are some consequences and not any kind of consequences, but a conversation is difficult when you expect to have difficult, uh, to expect negative consequences for you or for the other people. And when I ask these questions to managers, what, uh, why you postpone your difficult conversations or what m- makes these conversations difficult, they say, I don't know, uh, or I'm afraid how the other people are going to respond to my negative feedback. Uh, I don't know how they're going to take it. Uh, I don't want to uh, hurt them, etc., etc. But the real problem is not that. It's not the real the real problem is not that you are afraid uh, how the other person will react. The real problem is how you react to their reaction. As simple as this. And once you are clear and make peace with this, then you can start working and overcoming the difficulties that you have within. So it's not the other people how they are going to react. It's about you, how you are going to react on or upon their reaction. That's it. Very simple. So it doesn't make sense uh, to spend time to uh, to be thinking, visualize, and um, uh, spend time of worrying on how they are going to react. The only point of control that you have in the difficult conversations is how you are going to react about on their reaction, uh, as simple as this, <laughs> for the second time. Now, let's go a little bit deeper and see what really makes a difficult conversation difficult for you, apart from the um, this understanding that there are going to be negative consequences and how you can overcome this um, uh, idea or this uh, understanding that there are going to be negative consequences. So first things first, you you have absolutely no clue how the other person is going to react. So you may have guesses or some kind of guesstimates based on your previous conversations or the work that you have, but uh, truth to be told, you have no clue about what's going to happen in your conversation. So let's take a simple example. Let's say that you have a person in your team that is let's say, above average on the, on the performance level, but has some kind of toxic behaviors, all right? And at some point, you have to address it. Now, chances are that you don't know how, uh, how to address the conversation because if you lose this person, so if he overreacts and you don't handle it appropriately, uh, this person can, uh, let's say leave their job 
uh, or can do some damage at work or become even more toxic, etc., etc. So this might be the reasons why you postpone or even never get to the point where you have um, this difficult conversation. And remember, once again, I will repeat this over and over. The conversations are difficult difficult just because of you it's not it's never about the other person and uh, this is why it makes on makes sense to be thinking and improving yourself but not to to have this wishful thinking for, for, for the other people to be improving and uh, become better professionals they will become better professionals if you become better manager as simple as this now, let's say that you postpone this conversation with this uh, person who has toxic behaviors and you are not addressing them. Now, if you look why you are postponing it, it's because of their reaction. And let's say they uh, overreact, get emotional or threaten and threaten you to do something, that they will leave the company, etc., etc. So, the real question is, how do you react when you have a person who gets emotional? And here I'm not going to give you an answer. It's on you to get the answer and to think about the answer. I will just pinpoint what you have to think about in order to become better in handling these conversations. And this is to look, to, 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 take, some, to take some time and to reflect on how you can work with the pit uh, with the person who is overreacting that's it it's not about how to make him calm or how to uh, make the external environment better during the conversation it's all about how you handle yourself and once you spend time uh, figuring out how you can work with the, the people who overreact, then I will invite you just to have one simple step that will help you actually be centered and have mature conversation with the, with the person. And this can be something as simple as uh, deep breathing. It can be as simple as figuring out why you have this conversation. If you have a big enough why, the how, you don't have to worry about the how, about how you are going to conduct the conversation. If you have a big enough, strong enough why. And this is one of the um, tactics that you can use to spend enough time. What are the benefits for you? What are the benefits for the other person that you're talking to? And also what are the benefits of, for the third parties who are not directly involved in your conversation? If you have this difficult conversation, and I'll give you a specific example. Now, let's say, uh, let, let's come back to this example with the uh, person who has toxic behaviors. What are the benefits for you if you don't postpone and have this conversation directly with him so the first benefit is that you will uh, put this burden off your shoulders of postponing this is number one number two you will have uh, clear expectations 
you have provided clear expectations of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable because the person uh, can behave uh, in a toxic way and for you it's toxic for him it's absolutely normal if he doesn't get any feedback from his colleagues or from from you as his direct manager what are other benefits so and number two there are a lot a lot of benefits but let's say number uh, the third benefit for you would be that uh, he can stop or change the behavior right so if you are very selfish probably all these three reasons will not be enough because uh, your fear of the negative consequences can be bigger so let's take some time and think about what are the benefits for the other person benefit number one if you provide if you have this difficult conversation the benefit for the other person is that he will have a chance to make corrections in his behavior you will give him a chance so you are not going to fire him on the spot just because he's not doing something right you'll give him a chance to improve and it's on him to take it or not right so number one you'll give him a chance to improve number two he will get to know what is the impact of his behaviors on you on the business and also on the colleagues around him and number three it's about you to discover and you to think about what might be another benefit but it's not only you and the other person that you are having difficult conversation with there are benefits also for the people in your team and uh, although they do not um, that they are not present in the conversation they also have benefits if you have the difficult conversation and uh, benefit number one for them would be that they see that uh, they are clear and transparent standards professional standards of what is expect, uh, expected and uh, what is allowed and uh, what is tolerated and what is not right so you have uh, it, it, it's not enough just to set the standards you have to live them every single day through these difficult conversations which at some point will become just conversations and not difficult for you